Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Do I need to slap the hell out of you? I right wish now? you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. Budgeting your food expenses this fall? Get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Get started for just $1.49 per meal with code 49junkyard at everyplate.com slash podcast. Yay Networks. Here are your traits. Intelligent? Yes. Imaginative. Yes. Witty. Yes. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Oh, I thought you were going to say welcome. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Okay. Welcome back to JoJo Mayhem. Yes. Episode 943. Almost. It feels like that. <laughs> We've done so many of these. I know. I was Good looking. Job. I was making their notes. Yeah. For today, I was like, "Wow, we've done like more than forty episodes." Aww. Look at us. It's almost a year. October will be a year. Aww. So we're getting our close. one year anniversary. Yep. Hope we celebrate. <laughs> I hope I'm celebrating. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hannah, how are you doing today on this first of September? First of September. Yeah. Good. I'm a little bit upset because I didn't end up going to the Minnesota State Fair. You laughing? Is are, it because I've been talking about this a lot? No, I'm it's just the every shot. <laughs> are we at all surprised? Well, you know what? For the fifth year in a row, I have not been taken to the State Fair by my husband. Mm, be fair. I didn't go to the State Fair for the fifth year in a row. It's always been a mutual decision. This year it wasn't. This year I had meetings on the yes. one day that may have yeah. been an option. And so I was like, why didn't you leave one day of the week free to go to the State Fair? But so I now scheduled. I can. And I, yes, I could go tomorrow or Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, but I will not go to the State Fair on a weekday, on you're, a weekend. But you're acting like it's going to be like the State Fair is unbearably busy. No matter what day it's you get. worse on the weekends. Says the person who hasn't been in years. <laughs> yeah, but it's just the idea of it. Like, I would rather go on a weekday mm -hmm. when I think it will be less busy. This is stirring up a lot of emotion. It, it is, And yes. conflict between us. Uh-huh. I think what might be good to kind of reset mm -hmm. and get back into it is if we read our daily horoscopes. Daily horoscopes. It's, uh -huh. it's our daily tradition. Shane and I wake up every morning. He puts a lot of thought into his horoscope. Like whatever it says is what will be. It's kind of the basis of my decision making. Yes. Especially for big decisions. <laughs> like important ones. I get right to my daily horoscope <laughs> on horoscope.com. <laughs> whose horoscopes differ, I learned today, from every other horoscope website. They all have a different horoscope. Yeah. Uh-huh. You thought it was just like one horoscope? Yes. Or? I thought there was... I know nothing about horoscopes or astrology. Yeah. As we're about I would to think discuss. they'd be similar. They're all different. I would too. Astrology.com had a different one for me today. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
I would, I mean, for people that don't know, Shane does not put any weight into horoscopes. Neither of us have ever read our daily horoscope. No. So we're going to do that now today. You, you sent me our horoscopes. This section is all about our astrological signs, our compatibilities as our signs dictate. I mean, I've been told that we are very compatible based on our signs. We'll find out in a moment. What? Is what's well, video with yours? Mine. What is your daily host? Your... Okay. Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> the engagements in your social calendar are likely stacking up to the point of absurdity. Make sure you schedule some time for yourself somewhere in there. Oh my God. I didn't read this before I complained that I was not taken to the state fair because of appointments. <laughs> Today, you're choosy about your companions. Feel free to say no to people you'd simply rather not see. When I saw that this was your. First day for today. Yeah. I, my jaw dropped a little <laughs> bit because you hung out with more friends this week yes. than ever before. Yeah. Like you just had friends in town. Yeah. And so you were hanging out That's very a lot. social. Yeah. And that adds up for you, oh especially. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I will start to say no. I'm just worried <laughs> that the choosy, you know, who you're being choosy with mm-hmm. might cut me out of oh. the. Situation, you know? No, it won't cut you out. Don't worry. All right. What is my... Well, does that inform anything that you're going to do today? I was already going to do that, so I feel... Cut people out? uh, Yeah, I feel reinforced. I mean, I socialized a lot. At this point, I think I'm done for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's great to read. Very accurate. (laughs) Right in line with with what I was thinking. Okay. Yours is... Hold on, hold on. I think I need to do, like... The stars have spoken. Okay. Oh my God. If we did add a little like reverb on that. Okay. That ne- Thank you, Michaela. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here's yours. You feel reprimanded because of the way you reacted to a situation that came out differently than you'd hoped. Trust that you acted in the best, calmest, and most understanding way possible. If the person you're dealing with doesn't understand your actions, then this is probably more a function of their own baggage and not yours. And if I was gobsmacked about Hannah's horoscope, I was quadruple gobsmacked by mine. What could you possibly relate to this? My meatball sub soup. You feel reprimanded? This morning (laughs) for breakfast, I had my frozen meatball sub soup. There's your first bad move. Which turned out should be not very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you read my first hope? Shocker. First uh, A situation that came out differently than you'd hoped. It came out differently than I hoped. Yeah, you were like, and I wish it was creamier. I was reprimanded by my wife the entire time saying, well, then why did you buy it? Did you really think this would be you good? You kept saying, I don't want to eat the meatballs. And I was like, otherwise, it's just water. Why did you buy this soup? It was a situation that turned out different than I had hoped. So you think that you acted in the best, calmest, most understanding way possible? I added some stuff to the soup. You did. I added noodles. It was just broth, tomato broth, and meatballs. It was- and and you added cheese. So if the person you're dealing with doesn't understand your actions, which I didn't, based on the fact that I would not have added the ingredients you added, then this is probably more a function of their own baggage and not yours. You do have a lot of baggage about... Added cheese to dishes that don't. Just because you add cheese to everything. 
It upsets me. I feel heard. I feel seen. Mm -hmm. The stars have spoken. All right, now should we read about our sign compatibility? Uh huh. Are we good together? Isn't it first like what our signs are? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, before we get into like our compatibility, I am realizing as we are sitting here, even in the research I did, mm -hmm. I cannot tell you what a Gemini is, which is my sign, and what a Sagittarius is. Okay, so I'm just going to Google, you know, a quick summary of Gemini, and then I'll do the same for Sagittarius. Here's Gemini. I this should is really Shane. know what a Gemini is. I'm going to give you, it says like the symbol. So the symbol is the twins. You know, it's like two. Okay, so that's what it is. To me. Your ruling planet is Mercury. Duh. Mm -hmm. uh, your element is air. And your keyword is communicate. Ooh, that one rings true. I, just wait till you hear this. I wonder if you're going to be like, a little bit more convinced of astrology after I read you this paragraph. Gemini is the sign associated with communication, logical thought processes, and the conscious mind. Gemini people tend to be airy and intellectual, glib of tongue, and curious about life and other people. They can experience two sides of things at the same time and may tend to be flighty. Ooh, interesting. Okay. How do you feel? I, first of all, I know that the entire industry of astrology is like based on all of these predictions and like characteristics being applicable to anyone. No, that's like, the, that's not true. You can't say you know that. Mm, that's the like the cynical view of it. Yes, that's how I feel. It's based on like planetary stuff. Yes, in a loose sense, but the the people wouldn't be into it if they were always like reading horoscopes that they didn't find a way of applying to their own life. So you're saying you know that I mean? in a cynical way, you think it's like that none of it actually means anything and you can just apply it instead of saying, oh, maybe there's some truth to it and I, people do relate to what they read. I have a hard time. Because that, that paragraph described you very well. Yes, but I think most people would be like, oh, yes, I am very logical. Really? I am very deliberate tongue. I am very curious. Yeah. What's yours? Let's see if yours is very accurate. Okay, so Sagittarius. My symbol is the centaur. Centaur? Centaur. What is a centaur? Centaur is like the guy with the horse behind and the human upright. Oh, like a horse body. Yeah, so a centaur. So that for you is... Centaur. Pretty, I keep saying centaur. For you, that's pretty accurate. Shane. My ruling planet is Jupiter. I love how I, I know, like, this means nothing to me. My element is fire. And yet you're defending it a lot. Well, I'm just playing devil's advocate against you. <laughs> I don't really have any strong feelings about astrology. Your symbol is fire? Or? But that's true for everything, Shane. Like, you always go so hard against anything that people believe in, so I just have to defend it for them. That's fine. Okay? That's fair. Yeah, my element is fire, which is interesting. I didn't know that. Did, okay. I'm, you don't know, but does that mean... You're a fiery person? No, I have no idea what it means. <laughs> and my key word is idealize. Okay? You do idealize Shane, often. I'm, I'm going to read my paragraph. Like ideally, you would have gone to the, the Minnesota State Fair this year. <laughs> and I idealize the State Fair because I know I would not have liked it. Okay. Sagittarius is an optimistic sign associated with expansion, idealism, religion, and philosophy. They are direct and forthright, good-natured, and affirmative in their outlook. They tend to speak with a blunt tongue, which can get them into trouble at times. Sagittarians display honesty, humor, and a strong moral nature. Ooh, the last few sentences run true. I don't know if the optimism 
and expansion. I'm way more optimistic than you. Do you think so? I think so. But I feel that you're upset more often than me. That's not optimism. Because I'm, I'm much more like emotional than you. But when bad things happen, I try to be optimistic about them. You just care less about things. I'm like part Gemini, part Sagittarius. Oh my God. And a little bit of Cancer, is that one? Uh, yes, Cancer is one of them. I also have that. Uh, and Shame. I am... You have no idea what you're Virgo. saying. Virgo. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it is interesting that those specific characteristics do pretty well apply to both of us. Yes. You know what I mean? They do. Uh-huh. So... Are we compatible as, or do you have more? Um, I'm just looking here. Are some traits of Sagittarius. Charming, adventurous, independent, blunt, impatient, and impulsive. <laughs> so impulsive. How do you feel about those, Shane? <laughs> I'm looking up Gemini traits and then I'll say what I think about you. Here are your traits. Intelligent. Yes. <laughs> imaginative. Yes. Witty. Yes. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> irritable and inconsistent. Ooh. Boom. Am I inconsistent? Yes. You are inconsistent. This is news to me. You're inconsistent. <laughs> In like, I mean, that word just doesn't really mean anything. And like, I could say you're inconsistent about, about like any yeah. one thing. And when the worldview, like the people base their lives upon, has words that are you know don't really mean anything, that's what I'm talking about right Shame. there. <laughs> Why do you feel the need to go so hard against like, a thing that doesn't hurt anybody? I do think this is neat. I like it. I genuinely do. Then what was that outburst that you just had? Don't me back to play devil's advocate. So you're inconsistent. Your <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm feeling okay. like you're really being inconsistent. I, at this moment in time, don't feel very compatible with you. So Here's uh, our compatibility. This is First it's about you, then it's about me, and then it talks about us together. So okay. for you. A meeting of the minds is your highest value in love. I love astrology so much. For you, a stimulating and interesting debate is the best aphrodisiac. <laughs> well, no. I don't like debating with you. As you appreciate intelligence and wit above just about anything else. That's true. Yeah, you're right. All right, then me. Diversity and adventure. <laughs> Diversity. <laughs> Diversity and adventure are a must for you in love. You are enthusiastic and expansive in expressing your affections, but you do best in a relationship where you can have plenty of space to roam free and explore unknown territories. That's just not true. Ooh. I'm very clingy. Like, I, I'm not. You like to do adventures, but with me. Yeah. I don't not, like going yeah. places alone. That's why she's not at the state fair right now without <laughs> me. Because <laughs> you were like, I have one meeting, and I was like, then I can't go. <laughs> the whole day's ruined. Uh, okay, so here's us together. When Gemini and Sagittarius come together in a love affair, it can be a truly spectacular match. The stars have spoken. <laughs> These two are extremely compatible. Any rough spots they encounter during the course of the relationship are sure to be smoothed over with a minimum of effort. Aww. Gemini is quite able to provide pioneering, adventurous Sagittarius with the independence Sagittarius requires in a close relationship because Gemini shares that same need. While Sagittarius needs physical independence, like to go places. It seems like you'd want to be like physically apart from me. I know. Gemini needs mental freedom, but the need is the same at base. These two both love new experiences, people, and sensations, and are sure to have great adventures together. Both have attention spans that love to move quickly from one thing to the next in order to absorb as much experience as possible. 
Gemini and Sagittarius are great friends besides being well-matched lovers. They share a deep understanding and a very similar life view based on a general refreshing optimism and enthusiasm. Sagittarius can sometimes be a bit too blunt saying things without thinking beforehand about whether they'll hurt someone or not, but Gemini is a hardy sort and like Sagittarius can forgive and forget quickly. These two don't have time or the interest required to hold a grudge. That's, I mean, not all, most of it was very accurate. Most of it was very accurate. The stuff about like being apart from one another is skewed by the fact that we work together i know so we're together all the time but like i took a trip without you and it was fun i'm saying you know i'm saying if we both had like nine to fives yeah that we were apart yeah i think we would be fine in those environments yeah yeah yeah. i do need my mental space for me at times you know (laughs) not very nice (laughs) i feel like that was pretty accurate i know i am so happy i met and fell in love with uh what are you Oh my God. A Sagittarius. Yes. Thank you. Because if you would have been a Capricorn, things would not have worked. Then your traits would have probably been angry, uh-huh. feisty, yeah. rude, yeah. obnoxious, mm-hmm. and dumb. <laughs> no, people that are Capricorns are very offended right now. I don't know, I, I don't know anything about it. Um, that would be my favorite if one of the signs just had all negative I know. <laughs> like characteristics. I know. <laughs> but it doesn't. Well, I feel like I've learned a thing or two about myself and you. Good. Do you feel? I feel fine. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that the stars have spoken. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome back. Now we're going to talk about a, a book you're reading or something, Shane. <laughs> What was that very judgmental tone? Um, because I'm just not convinced that this is going to be interesting. I, but you just wrote like book on our notes. So I don't know what else to say <laughs> to lead you into what you want to talk about. I would like to hike the Appalachian Trail. Okay. And is this your make-a-wish or something? <laughs> I squandered my make-a-wish 
when I was seven years old. You should have saved it and done something when you were older and remembered it. I should have been hiking at the AT, <laughs> as we call it. Oh, God. I have recently begun reading A Walk in the Woods by Bill Bryson, who I've never read anything by him before. Very funny. I like him a lot. Uh, but it's about his experience trying to hike the Appalachian Trail. It's nonfiction? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a nonfiction writer. Um, and about all the various ways that people die and get maimed and fail to finish the hike. Oh, it's like one of the harder things to do as a human. Is the Appalachian Trail one trail? Yes. One uninterrupted really? trail from Maine to Georgia. Oh my God. Uh huh. It's so, it's very impressive. And like the. You don't have to leave the trail? Nope. Like you can just walk it? Uh huh. Interesting. And the mechanisms that like led to it being made are that the history of it is very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I've been really enjoying reading about hiking. It's making me be very, very idyllic about like hiking. You would hate hiking. We went to a cabin this summer and we left after one night because there were too many bugs outside the cabin. The inside was beautiful. (laughs) That sounds like an exaggeration. Well, no, it was like, you couldn't go outside because you would breathe in the mosquito clumps. But I'm just saying you would hate hiking. It's a lot of what he talks about, like the bugs, the bears, the, the natural like weather that can impede you. Yeah. All kinds of interesting things. And it brought up in my memory some like wildlife, not wildlife, some nature stories. Uh-huh. These are the closest I have to being a hiker of the Appalachian Trail. Were these all in your backyard in Bethlehem? No. Okay. Neither were in Pennsylvania. Okay. Haha. Were they in the, like, on a trail? One. I was at a lakeside resort. A okay. Camp so not, resort, no. Not a trail? In a log cabin <laughs> with my family. The word resort just doesn't really work there, Shane. It wasn't. It was called um, Raystown Lake. Like and a it, campground. It may have been in PA. I can't remember. But we went there one year for a family vacation. And yeah, they have camping and then they have cabins. Okay. And we were in a cabin. Ew. <laughs> would never do that now. Oh my god! Um, but one day we went for a hike, and I was in a stroller because mm-hmm. we couldn't get my chair on the like path. How old were you? Seven, eight, okay. maybe. And we were walking for a while, and we came to this like overlook, and we were tired. And my mom began to sit down to take a breather, and as she was sitting. Under her butt, I see a coiled up snake. Oh my God. And seven year old me goes, Mom, no, (laughs) snake. (laughs) And she like managed to like fall to the side. Yeah. And like not sit on the snake. Oh my God. And yeah, it was a snake. A big ass, like, I don't know what it was, but. Like a garter snake. I saved her life. (laughs) Oh, you sa- you saved the snake's life. And my mom's. I don't know if your mom would have died, but you did save the snake. And I think that was the only time I've ever hiked in my life. Wow. Yeah. There was a snake at the cabin that we left. 
was yeah. really big. It, it was like mm-hmm. out every time we would come outside, it would be on the rocks and then it would slither away. And Chloe was so intrigued. Didn't you like do something with your snakes when you were a kid? I've caught lots of snakes. I'm a snake oh. enthusiast <laughs> as a child. Okay. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to see them lately. I was really excited to see the one at the you cabin. You snakes? Yeah. Elaborate, please. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot. Like, there's a picture of me when I was, like, 14 holding a snake at the at our, like, swimming pool, like, uh, the public pool where I would uh-huh. practice with my team. And I'm in my cap and goggles, and I'm holding the snake for the picture. And I don't even know, like, where I got the snake or why I felt the need to catch it and get a picture. But I've done that a lot of times. My first time catching a snake was when I was with my parents on vacation. I think we were in like, we were on the West Coast, Oregon. I thought you were looking for a house. Were you moving to Seattle or something? No, my dad, it was either that he was at a conference for work, Mm -hmm. which I think is what it was because he wasn't looking for jobs until I was like eight. And in this story, I was like three or four. Okay. Um, so I think we were out there for a conference. It might've been near San Diego. Like that's where we went for a conference and then maybe we got a beach house, but it was like a, it was a beach and, uh, like there was a small path from the Sandy backyard of this house to the actual beach. And it was like, you know, really tall grass that you would kind of walk through to get to the, to the beach. And when we were walking there, I saw a garter snake go by And in my memory, there are multiple snakes, but I don't think I'm not, I mean, in my mind, there were a lot and I was like snakes, but like it probably was one or two or three. So I'll give you the the benefit of the doubt. There were a few. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few. I was like snake heaven, but uh, there were some snakes. It was just tall beads of grass. (laughs) And so I was mesmerized by this. Like I was so excited to have seen a snake. It was probably the first one I ever saw in the wild, like not at a zoo. And my parents were like, we are not going to sit here outside with you to like wait for the snakes to come back. Like that's on the dunes. Like we are not doing this. So they're like, we'll be inside. If you want to sit here in our backyard, like right at the entrance to this trail, like you can sit here, but you're probably not going to see the snakes again. So they're inside. I sit outside as a three-year-old for four hours. (laughs) four hours when your dad tells this story it's so funny yeah because they were like in the house yeah just looking at you not moving (laughs) you were just still for four hours four hours i was like i will catch a snake i will see the snakes again and finally a snake went by and i picked it up and i carried it into the house and i said see got the snake And I was so happy. And they were like, please take that back outside. That's horrifying. (laughs) And I brought it outside and I released it. I had no fears as a child. Like I would catch bumblebees if they were stuck in the house. You were braver than I. And I was never, ever bitten or stung by anything. I would play with like pill bugs. Yeah. You know, the roly polies. Yeah. That was about the extent of my insect enjoyment. Oh, I would play with anything. I would like to look for salamanders and like creeks. Salamanders were fun, Slugs. but they were elusive. Yeah, salamanders are elusive. Yeah. Slugs. I remember that story that you just told brought to mind. My family was on a beach vacation with my mom's uh, roommate from college and mm-hmm. her family. And I woke up, again, I was like 12, 13 maybe. I woke up one morning in the beach house to the sounds of pandemonium. Oh my god. Like outside the bedroom. Yeah. I was scared. So I like yelled for my mom and she came in. <laughs> her 
roommate's son had been out in a pond uh-huh. next to the house and carried a turtle of some kind into the house. Oh my god. Put it down and then discovered that it was like very agile oh. and was like running all <laughs> over the house. <laughs> I just remember that and we were all like, ah Oh my god. You know? Yeah. So with like my two stories in mind. Uh huh. Do you think I could hate the Appalachian Trail? No. Or? I think you would hate it, Lovey. Would you even want to go on a little hike here? No. No. But if it's impressive. Like, you don't even like to sit outside for very long. And I don't want to stay in that tent. Yeah. I do want to like make baked beans over a campfire. Okay. I don't like baked beans, but. I think that would get old pretty quickly for you. The image of like eating baked beans out of a tan that has been roasting over an open flame. It stirs up within me. Yeah, it's kind of funny because when I was 17, uh, when I was 16 that summer, I went to camp for the first time, an uh-huh. overnight sleepaway camp, and we built fires. It was like a competition, uh-huh. and my friend and I won. Like, we got our fire going first. Wow. It was really, really exciting for me. I loved it. Then the next year... You like, love editing where you've been. Yeah, no, I liked that. I like have a picture of me in front of the fire. I was really into it. Uh-huh. And then so like for that year, I was like, ooh, like camping is so cool. Like I know how to build a fire, blah, blah, blah. And then the next year after I won Envirathon, of course, which I talked about. what? <laughs> Stop. Um, we went to like our prize was to go to a heifer international farm. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, I- it as doesn't matter. We don't need the details. Does. As one does. So we spent a couple nights there and I re- like there's pictures of me there. And like that whole year, my ideal aesthetic was like girl hiking the Appalachian trail. Like all my clothes, I had like headbands that were like head wraps, <laughs> you know? And I was just like, I look like an outdoorsy, like if I could have worn hiking boots, I didn't, I didn't own hiking boots. I would have worn hiking boots everywhere I went because just that idea was so cool to me. But now I'm like, mm, mm-mm, no thank you. From what I've read, it is grueling. Yeah. And even for the most intense enthusiasts, yeah. not very fun. Then I wouldn't like, like it's it. it's tough. I wouldn't even want to spend one night anywhere <laughs> outside. So Okay, you know what this makes me want to do? do? Have you ever, like, sat around a campfire and, like, had someone tell you a campfire story? No, but I've done that like inside, actually maybe once or twice, but like I've done that at a sleepover, you know, like we'll turn the lights out when I was a kid and like tell a scary story and see who gets the scaredest. Yeah. (laughs) See, I've never, this is embarrassing. No one's ever told me a scary story. I know we were just at dinner with a friend and she and I started going back and forth with like scary stories. And we both knew each story that the other one was telling from these experiences. And every story Shane was like, wait, what? Wait, what? They probably always thought I'd be too afraid because I'm disabled. No, because you would get really scared. You are a scaredy cat. You got scared about the turtle in the house. So I'm going to be brave. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. And then Hannah is going to read me oh boy. three scary stories. Three? Yeah, they're short. Can you handle they're that? They're very, very short. You don't like scary movies. I don't like them, but I'm going to be brave. Okay. And try to imagine I'm in the middle of Tennessee on the Appalachian Trail. And I'm sitting around the campfire 
and there are animals and spooky things creeping up behind me. It's scary. And you're telling me it's scary. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. We're back. (laughs) And we're ready for story number one. Is that your spooky voice? Yeah. (laughs) That didn't sound scary. It didn't? Yes, it did. Do it again, do it again. We're back. <laughs> okay. Story number one. <clears throat> it's called A Girl and Her Dog. Oh, it doesn't sound very scary. I already know this one because I've been to sleepovers and whatnot. <laughs> Smiling. I Maybe boys don't. Like, is it just a boy thing? Like, at your sleepovers, did boys not tell stories? No, and it may also very well be that I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I've sat around plenty of campfires. True. You know, but I just don't feel like anyone's ever really been like, oh, I have a scary story <laughs> for you. So, this is my moment. This is your moment. Smiling, the girl waved her parents away. They were heading away to Norway for holiday. These are details that I don't remember from what I was told. After eating dinner alone at the table, she decided to watch TV with her dog. He was a trusty golden Labrador, well-bred and handsome. This is creepy. They were inseparable. As she switched the television on, it immediately turned to the news. Apparently, a serial killer was loose around the area. Pause. This would be where I call a neighbor, (laughs) call my parents, call a friend, call the police. Oh, oh say, in the story, if you were in the story. Hello, I am an eight-year-old child. My parents have abandoned me, and there is apparently a serial killer on the loose. No, thank you. I know. Come get me. No babysitter? I'm a child in distress. Okay. Okay. They this were, is why I don't like serious stories. They were telling everyone to lock all windows and doors. Ah. She doubted she'd be targeted, but she did exactly that to be on the safe side. Why did you doubt you're being targeted? Because there's so many houses to pick from. She then laid in her bed alone in the house. Feeling slightly uneasy, she reached down to pet her dog and felt calmer as soon as she felt the soothing lick and nudge of her furry companion. Soon enough, the girl fell asleep. A dripping sound was coming from outside the bedroom and it had woken her. 
She sighed. Rain often dripped in for a couple of seconds. She waited for it to stop, but when it didn't, she got confused. Sweating slightly, she reached down to the comfort of her dog. Almost immediately, she felt him lick her hand. She closed her eyes to fall asleep again. Again, she woke up to the same dripping sound. This was unusual. As she took her foot out to check it out, she felt the lick of her dog. At peace once again, she slept. She frowned. The sound was consistently going, a little slower than before. I would like to say this is horribly written. I know. Whoever's written this exact version. I know. Okay. You're taking me out of the horror. The girl started to feel panicked, and even though she felt another lick, this time she decided it would be best to check it out. Yeah. By the fourth time, I'm checking out what's dripping. She stepped out of the bed and headed towards the sound. It was coming from the bathroom, and she started feeling sick, a queasy feeling coming over her. And it was just a leaky faucet. A rancid smell filled her nostrils Uh-oh. as she opened the door. The sight stopped her. She was frozen, unable to move. Her precious dog had been hung using the shower. Aww. His scarlet, drying blood dripped into the tub. Aww. Beside the shower, she saw writing written in his blood. She felt her heart stop as she read the bloody writing. Humans can lick too. (laughs) I was told that as a kid and it was so disturbing. I remember that story. When the doll was discovered hanging, I didn't even think about the licking. I was like, oh, so the doll ran in there and got murdered? Uh Uh-huh, no. So it was the the serial killer? I've been licking her hand all night. Laying under the bed, licking her hand. Why do they have to kill the dog? That is messed up, but she escaped death. She just... Made away with I think after that she was killed. You think? He's still in the bed. Oh, he's in the bedroom? Yeah. Maybe she ran downstairs and got away. Maybe, but it was her precious dog. It is is really upsetting. That's pretty spooky. Next story. This is very... Both of these are very short. Do your worst. Do me dirty. Give me nightmares. A group of hikers were wandering through the woods looking the for Appalachian Trail. Looking for a place to stay at night when they came across a small cabin. Yeah, nope. Uh-uh. They all decide to stay the night inside, seeing as there was no one there. <laughs> inside, the cabin is decorated with paintings of what seem to be members of the family that used to own the cabin. Hmm. The hikers spend the night looking at the paintings, making fun of how wonky they looked. In the morning, one wakes up to see the cabin full of morning light and looks around. The paintings are gone. In their place, windows. Uh, so they were standing outside. They've been looking at windows all night, not realizing they were windows. So, like, it wasn't their reflection. They saw people outside, and they were like, "That's so, they're so wonky looking. Uh-huh. Okay. And they thought, those are paintings. <laughs> How do you mistake a window for a painting? <laughs> I, to be fair, it does happen... Fairly often that I go into our bedroom at night and I'm like, oh my God, when did we get that painting? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a window. <laughs> I can see it. In the cabin, you don't know if you're a little kid. Is it They're kids? not kids. It's a no. group of hikers and they go inside it's and a- the cabin is decorated with paintings of what seem to be members of the family. <laughs> and they spend the night looking at the paintings and making fun of how wonky they looked. But they're just tapping on the glass. <laughs> let's 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 take it at face value. That would be absolutely horrifying. Yeah. If you did that, and the whole night you were like, "Look at these dumb paintings," and then there are windows, and there are people. Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine like how you would mistake someone standing outside a window as a painting. 
Like a life size of them from well, far away? they were also not bright enough to not stay in the deserted cabin. You're right. In the middle of the woods. So Creepy. You had it coming. At least they woke up. They were fine. They seemed like Sagittarius to me. Oh, my God. Here's the last story. There was a young girl playing in her room one day when she heard her mother's voice calling from the kitchen downstairs. Sweetie, come down here. Wow, the... You have a cute mom voice. Oh, thank you. The little girl jumped up and ran out the door where she suddenly ran into her mother at the top of the stairs. Her mother reached out and quickly covered the girl's mouth so she couldn't make a sound. Don't go down there. I heard it too, she said. <laughs> Wow. Are those spooky, Shane? I feel like this would benefit from a fire. You know, and it needs yeah. to be dark, and whoever's telling it can jump out. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. I don't feel scared. I'm not scared. It's not bedtime yet, right? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at the paintings on the wall. Aw. Aw. Well, I feel like I'm ready to head to Appalachia. Okay. And as I'm walking... I will look up at the stars above, mm -hmm. find my dancing twins. <laughs> They're not dancing. I remember the meaning. <laughs> it's just twins. The meaning of my life. Which is? Being really smart. Okay. That's what, they, that's what you read to me. Just communicate. Communication. Communicate, be witty, and smart. Yep. Is what I heard. Yeah. And I'm in, be adventurous and try to stay you, away from my husband. And you say... As much as Same possible. Same that upset people. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. All right. All right. Well, that was episode number 190. It wasn't. Of Mayhem. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please like, comment, give us a five-star review, all of that stuff. And it's a junkyard out there. The legend of the junkyard reaper begins at sunset.